0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast where we take business owners and CEOs in the B2B space. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. So with that first question for our guest today in a few sentences tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Well good afternoon everyone my name is Diane Wingerter And I am the career strategist and as the career strategist, I have just authored a book little self promotion here called hunting to hired the unprecedented career guide encompassing strategy and faith. Yes, I'm very strong in my faith, as you will see the necklace around my neck. So anyway, I it takes everyone through the journey of going from completely unaware of how to approach the career search journey into how to land in that position. So where to go, what to say, what to do, who to contact, all of that information is in my book.
0: Wonderful. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with businesses?
1: Well, working with businesses or working with individuals, it's the same thing to me. And that is uncovering what makes them tick. So there are layers to the onion that we all have. So I like to peel back those layers of the onion and get to the core of why a business owner does what they do or why an individual wants to work at a certain corporation or certain entity. We, we dig deep and uncover that.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Question number three, Diane, I'm hearing from other top executives and owners that using quotes and testimonials from clients dramatically increases conversions and
1: sales. Your thoughts? Oh, it, it certainly helps i hope it does because i have 21 of those in my book but um it's just a way to share that others are aware of your product and service and not everyone is going to read every testimonial or every quote that you get from a client but my viewpoint is the point that you have them so as long as you have them that gives you credibility it's the same way you know for a website these days if you have a business or have a company And you don't have a website, well, you're not credible right out of the gate. You know, whether you are or aren't, it's just perception. So, um, you know, every business has a website these days or maybe even more than one. So anyways, the same thing with uh, the testimonials. You know, the fact that you have them is the most important component.
0: Very good. Great point there. Question number four, what advice would you share with other companies working in the B2B industry?
1: Well, again, I'm working with individuals and um, having that helping them craft a document that talks about why they do what they do ties back to what I said earlier. So the same thing applies to a business owner. So you really need to talk about why you do what you do in your written documents as well. So I'm going to give you six quick tips and I am going to just make sure I get them all in the right order. So I will be glancing at my notes. So the first thing you want to do when you're writing about yourself is you want to intertwine your background, your work history, you know, where you grew up, your experience, your education into a narrative. So it shouldn't just be listed, you know, comma, 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 because that is not interesting to the reader. So you need to intertwine them into an interesting narrative. And what you're going to do is you're going to connect the dots for the reader. So because of working in this and this and that company and your education, that sparked you to do this so if you're able to connect the dots for the reader that is helpful same thing in the career search you know your background has prepared you for the position or the company that you're pursuing so the language needs to share that as well number three you want to show that you're knowledgeable and expert in your field so you need to pull that information from your background and highlight it in such a way that even if you don't have decades of experience in a particular area that you still, again, can connect the dots for the reader and help them understand how that has prepared you for this next uh, juncture in life or next journey in life. So there's a way to package that appropriately. Number four, you want your your bio to speak directly to a business to consumer audience or B2B. So again, in the career or in the uh, business space, I meet a lot of companies that serve both, but what you're offering to both is different. So you need to craft one document to the B2B space and one to the B2C. And certainly when I'm working with a client that's working or that's looking for a career opportunity, we're crafting it as you know a future employee of that company, what they're going to bring to the table. Number five, you want to have it written in the third person. And I know that throws a lot of people for a loop initially. You know, it's like, how do I write about myself in the third person? Well, you just don't use I, me, my, you know, the personal pronouns. So it elevates your bio and makes it seem as if someone else wrote it about you, even if you wrote it about yourself. And it just comes across with a completely different feel. than if you talk about yourself, you know, I, me, my, uh, just is different. And number six, you want to end with a feel good statement or mantra or personal quote. So at the end of the document, you know, you want to make a statement regarding how you live your life what you're aspiring to do, and that is more meaningful um, than ending with the opposite cliche of so-and-so resides in XYZ, um, sitting with their wife, two dogs, and a picket fence. You know, that doesn't really share much about who you are as a person. So I do tell people, you know, if your spouse or your dog's, Are important aspects of your life. Well, they need to be up in the content. You know, if you do something because of, you know, your spouse, you know, maybe they're a mentor as well as your spouse. If they need to have some kudos, you need to give them that proper um, attraction in the in the bio itself, and not as an afterthought. So it's just an interesting way to craft the document like I said, you always want to end on a personal and positive mantra or a quote or something that you, like I said, a way you try to live your life.
0: Great points there. Great points there. Question number five, what other top CEOs and business owners in the B2B space, like yourself, Diane, would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should receive an invitation to be a guest on this podcast?
1: Well, there are two of them. And again, I'm focusing with my career strategist hat on. So um, one woman is Dana Vogelmeyer, and she's the owner of Vogelmeyer Consulting. And her mission is to develop leaders to change the world. So she has a wonderful viewpoint on how she deals with leadership skills and so forth. So I recommend her for the podcast. And another one is a gentleman named Brian Driscoll. And he's the owner of Driscoll Learning. So in a somewhat similar space, so he transforms, excuse me, cultures of leadership teams, hiring professionals and sales teams. So he really gets in and works with those teams to make sure that they are um, affecting the result that the company wants them to affect. So both of them work in the B2B space.
0: Excellent, I look forward to connecting with both of them. We still have a minute left on the clock and I'm curious to hear question number six, the
1: answer tell us about your first sale okay well I'm gonna convert this back to the first sale was the first time I sold myself and that would be to an employer so uh, back in the day I wanted to work in retail which I did and uh, so I put my eyes on the prize the company that I wanted to work for and um, so I went in there and I communicated with the store manager twelve times in three weeks So I was very persistent in getting with uh, her attention and it ended up, I did get hired with that company. I worked for them for eight years. The first time I left, they recruited me back for another four. So totally I worked for that company for 12 years. And the wonderful kind of like spin on the whole thing is during that time, I actually promoted that individual two times. So as I moved up the ladder, I promoted the store manager up the ladder as well. So it was full circle of her giving me that opportunity and then then me saying thank you by, you know, uh, rewarding her and moving her up with a couple of promotions. So
0: That's a great first sale story. Congratulations to you both. And guess what? You did it. Six questions in 9 minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. Say your website so people can connect with you after today's podcast,
1: Diane. It is the T-H-E career strategist.net.
0: Fantastic. And we typed it in the description of the podcast for you guys. Be sure to click on that link. Enjoyed having you on the podcast, Diane. And remember, don't Thank you so much. stop believing. You're very welcome. For those that are listening and watching the podcast, be sure to check out other episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. This is April Renee. Create a terrific day.